Are you thinking about taking a trip to the bourbon capital of the world? Bardstown, Kentucky. Well, we have the definitive visitor's guide, so stick around. So I don't know about you, Wes, but when I'm traveling, one of the main features is food. Absolutely. You cannot travel with me without planning to eat at least three to four times a day. You would be shocked at how much food this man can still eat. I put it down. He does put it down. I used to be able to eat like that, but you know, my metabolism's getting slow now that I'm over 40. I just don't mind being fat, so. So one of the places in Bardstown that we recommend is La Juradura Mexican Bar and Grill, which you're thinking, Kentucky, Mexican bar and grill? Well, we, we need to tell you, yes, the food's great. Yes, the atmosphere is cool. But the whiskey selection in there it's is not what you would expect from, from a Mexican, a Mexican. And that's like the first time that somebody recommended it to me. I was like, are you serious? And I mean, it's like, it's typical Tex-Mex type fare. Mm -hmm. And we had a whole debate of, do you call it Tex-Mex if it's Kentucky? I don't know. But it's not like authentic Mexican food. It's more of like what you would, you would expect in like, Right. what we're used to here yep. but the owner of the restaurant is personal friends with some of the people that work at Willet mm. and in Kentucky bars are able to buy bottles directly from the producer which is illegal here yeah. in in Texas and so you go in there and they have like this ridiculous whiskey selection yeah. and their pour prices are reasonable because yeah. it's not like they have tons and tons of people coming in there yeah. uh, just just for that. You know, there's locals obviously that drink bourbon, but the, the whiskey selection is stellar. Yeah, it is. And so it's definitely on the list. If you're planning to go through Bardstown on a, on a whiskey tour, on the hitting the bourbon, tra bourbon trail up, you should definitely stop there if you need a bite to eat and some really good pours. Um, and along those <clears throat> lines, I want to talk about the restaurant that's at Bardstown bourbon company oh my goodness that chicken Ugh. that fried chicken y'all hey so you've heard of kentucky fried chicken right yeah yeah it's the, like the national food of kentucky yeah yeah um according that's according to freddie johnson by the way yeah of but course. yes kentucky is known for delicious fried chicken and i think some of the best that i've had in kentucky is at Barstown Bourbon Company. I'm willing to go on record. It's the best fried chicken I have ever had in my entire life. Woo! Hot take. I mean, it is so good. It and is. everything else on their menu is good as well. They've got like a buffalo burger and some other stuff. But I mean, when I know that I'm going to Kentucky, I, I start, I, I think way more about eating that fried chicken <laughs> again than I do the whiskey I'm going to drink. And the burger they have there too. Because I can crazy. get some of the whiskey we're going to drink here in Texas, but I can't get that fried chicken. Oh, no. Yeah. And I think it's the way they make it. It's not your traditional dunk it in a big old vat of grease. I think that's like a pan seared, pan fried. It's pan fried. It's yeah. like, it's just amazing. It's so, amazing. So now let's talk about distilleries because if you're going on the bourbon trail, you're probably mostly going for some distilleries. Yep. And along the lines of the pan fried chicken, Bardstown Bourbon Company offers some pretty cool opportunities. Yeah. And I mean, it's 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 that new school vibe. Okay. So you're not going to get these rick houses that have been around for 150 years. No. But if you're looking for a cool modern experience, their technology is really cool. Their rick houses are pretty neat. They've got some top of the class, like the restaurant and the gift shop and everything is super cool. Um, and so, I mean, I've, I was really impressed with, I've never, that was my first time there last mm -hmm. month and I was super impressed. Not, not only uh, all of that, but they have one of the world's largest collections of uh, antique bottles or dusty That's bottles right. of whiskey. Yeah. And they have them all on a menu with poor prices. There are some very reasonably priced pours there. 
Um, we had some stuff from the 40s. I think we even had some stuff that was pre-prohibition. And they have really unique tasting experiences. So they have a normal tour that's very similar to the other tours where they take you up and you see the fermentation tanks and you see the still and you get to taste whiskey out of the, the safe and all that stuff. But they have some other tours where, uh, didn't we have the opportunity to bottle our own bottle? Yeah, you can bottle your own bottle there. Yeah. And put your own label on it. And there's like tasting stuff. tours where you sit down and somebody from the industry educates you and stuff. So really check that out. And all of yeah. that's on their website. So uh, another place we went to was uh, Jim Beam. Jim Beam, of course, near and dear to my heart if you follow my personal channels at all. I'm a massive Jim Beam fan. They're single barrels. They're cont uh, obviously Knob Creek has got a soft spot for me. So I love that distillery. And of course, that's one that you're going to get all the history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, not only is it a historic place, it's a great opportunity for photos, but they've invested millions of dollars in their visitor experience recently. Mm, yeah. And I hadn't been there since they had done it. And we got there. There's all of this beautiful landscape for you to sit outside and mm. look across the hills because it's kind of high up. And then there's a, a bar there. Yeah. And we got to go into the bar and they had some really amazing, hard to find bottles of like uh, Booker's mm -hmm. that they were selling by the poor. Yep. Price is extremely reasonable. So that is also an excellent experience. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't do the tour la this time that we were there, but the last time that we were there, um, there were some opportunities to um, like bottle your own Knob Creek. Yep. Um, you got to see them dump a barrel and do like a single barrel experience mm -hmm. and they let you taste out of the barrel. So yeah. really great experience there. Hey, nice hat. Hey, thanks. Nice lanyard. Nice rocks glass. Thanks, man. <laughs> nice travel case. Nice blend topper. Thank you. Nice candle. Nice bottle bag. Thanks, man. That's a nice tumbler. Nice woman's t-shirt. Oh, thanks. Nice uh, extra schmedium shirt. Get yourself some nice things and get all the compliments that come along with it. Shop bourbonrealtalk.com. And another distillery that's got all the history mm -hmm. that you want is 1792. Barton 1792 is a, a super cool distillery. Um, it's one that is fun to visit because literally... It's not spread out like some of the other distilleries are. I mean, all the buildings are and rickhouses are just right there. You can kind of move around fairly easily mm -hmm. on a tour. And um, again, the history is just crazy. See, and that's one of the things that you'll notice when you go to these different distilleries is that some of them were designed in the modern era mm -hmm. for visitors. And when you go to 1792, it's a manufacturing plant, right? Yeah. Right. But that's one of the ones that when you go on your distillery tour you're gonna be seeing, you know, the, the way things were done just post-prohibition. Right. You're, you'll go into a Rick house and they have plum bobs that are, yeah. that, are, that are hanging from the top all the way down to the bottom and you can see like markings underneath that yeah. show That's cool. because the warehouses are so old that they have to load them a certain way so that the weight is evenly distributed and the plumb bobs will move and tell them whenever they're not loading them yeah. right. And it's just kind of a cool That's thing crazy. to see. That's yeah. crazy, yeah. Hey, we're a little left, Bob. Put a couple barrels over here on row F, you know? <laughs> exactly, like, exactly. And, 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 and the thing is that it is, like you said, a man, I mean, they are focused on making really good whiskey. So when you pull up to park, you're not sure, am I in the right spot? Right, you're Because like, like, there's forklifts there's passing forklifts me. Passing there's a big old <laughs> grain truck driving by. And you're like, we're right in the mix. Like yeah. you park right there and you may be, you know, 20 feet away from a grain truck that's dumping grain right there. But so. they got some cool stuff to see there too. If you go up, they've got like this really big barrel and there's a fountain and all yeah. kinds of stuff. There's, yeah, there's sure. some cool stuff to see. 
And then uh, we also stopped by Lux Row. Lux Row, a, a fabulous gift shop. So if you're looking at gift shops and saying, hey, I not only want to get a good tour, I want to see the cool distillery, but I want to buy some really cool merch. Mm -hmm. Lux Row has got a, a, an amazing bar, an amazing gift shop. It's a really cool spot. Yeah, and they had like some uh, orphan barrel uh, packs that they were selling. Yeah. Um, occasionally they'll put out like blood oath and things like that. And so that was one of the places that you're not going to get a distillery tour there. Um, but they typically are selling drinks by the poor. They had cocktails. So if you've got people that are in your party, yep. that aren't super into drinking whiskey neat, they have that available. Mm -hmm. And then they do put out some pretty, you know, hard to find bottles on almost a daily basis. So that's a yep. good place to stop by. For sure. um, and along those lines, just around the corner is Heaven Hill. Yeah, and that's the thing about Bardstown is, I mean, literally across the street or down the road a half mile, there's gonna be another massively well-known distillery that you can just hop around all of these. Yeah. And, and so Heaven Hill is just right there. Um, really cool setup, beautiful gift shop, beautiful visitor center. Uh, they got the old vintage antique truck out there in front uh, with some barrels in the back of it. Mm -hmm. uh, just a really cool spot. I love that place. Yeah, and that's another place where you're not gonna do like a regular distillery tour. And the reason is, is their uh, 1996 distillery fire destroyed their that facility mm -hmm. um, so that is just a visitor center their whiskey is actually made off-site um, but they do put out really rare bottles almost on the daily yeah and so um, it's not uncommon for people to be lined up hours before they open up because they're trying to get like an old Fitz yeah. uh, Gerald 16 mm -hmm. um, when when we were there we got an Elijah Craig 8 18 um, they usually will have uh, uh, Elijah Craig barrel proofs yeah. and then of course the grenade oh yeah so they they sell yeah. these uh, 375 <laughs> bottles at uh, it's a foolproof so it's a 125 uh, proof but the glass is shaped like a barrel yeah and it's kind of a, a cool thing you know you're yeah, you're not you're gonna part, find one at a store you're part of the cool well they only sell them there right yeah. so you're part of the cool kid club when you've been to heaven hill and you got your grenade yeah um and we did make it sound like everything's super close jim beams a little bit further out and the next one that we recommend which is maker's mark that one's a little bit further out yeah but maker's mark is an amazing place to visit because all of the i mean it is the most picturesque, I think, of <laughs> any distillery, maybe in the world. I don't know, I've not been to Scotland, but all of the buildings are historic buildings because um, the um, Bill Samuel's wife, she worked to get all of those buildings certified as historic buildings. Wow. And so, you know, they're all protected. They're all very well maintained. Everything is so beautiful and picturesque there. Yeah. And uh, they have some really cool distillery experiences there too. So they have the, I gotta say it right because I always say the hot sauce and not the glass blower. Yeah, it's Chahoo, Chahoo, Cholula. Cholula is the hot sauce. Yeah, Chahuli I think is the glass blower. Okay. So they have a beautiful uh, display in the ceiling of their visitor center. That's uh, you know this famous glass blower, um, and there's like some imagery in there with some cherubs and stuff. Yeah. And when you walk through there and you go into the backside where the guest shop is, you get to dunk your own bottle. Yeah, dunk your own bottle. Right so there. right now it's like super popular. They've got the 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 super deep dunked bottles yep. that everyone's trying to get. Mm -hmm. Well, you can just go and do that. Yeah, yeah. Right? And you can dunk your own. So that that red wax on the top you put on there, pretty cool. Yeah. And so speaking of Bardstown, they have history that goes on 
forever. It yeah. feels like every building, every distillery, of course, every every little shop you go into looks like it's been there forever, which is really cool. And one place that we went, and they were already closed when I went, so I'm yeah. let you talk a little bit more of it, but it sounds so cool. So it's the Whiskey Museum, yeah. the Oscar Getz, right? Yeah, yeah. so right, right in downtown, yeah. there is a, this old historical building. It's got all kinds of history, but part of it has been converted into the Oscar Getz Museum mm. of Whiskey History. And they, yeah. they've got a really cool exhibit of, uh, of uh, pre, uh, pre-prohibition coming real soon. Yeah. But if you're, I mean, I feel like if you're going to the whiskey, the bourbon capital of the world, and you, you're into whiskey, it's definitely worth a stop to go through the museum. You're going to get a lot of, of the, the backbone yeah. that really tells you about the, the place that bourbon has in American history. And so it's really cool there. And just around the corner from there Ooh, yeah. is one of the coolest. I mean, I think it's like the oldest. I think it's the oldest bar in the United States. Uh, I, it's close. I don't know if it's as old as Lafitte's Blacks, Blacksmith Shop. Okay. But it's, it is called the, the Talbot Tavern. Yeah, and it's been there, if I remember correctly, before Kentucky was even in a state. state yeah. Right? So it opened up in 1779. Yeah. And Kentucky became a state in 1792. Right. So, so that's crazy. It's the oldest surviving stagecoach stop in the United States. Yeah. Okay. That which is crazy. And some crazy people have stayed Daniel there. Daniel Boone stayed there. Daniel Boone. <laughs> and um, and se- in 1792, the year that Kentucky became a state. Daniel Boone had to uh, give some testimony or something. Yeah. And so he actually stayed because it's a hotel and a tavern. So he actually stayed there. Which and is it, crazy. Well, who was the who was the bat or the kind of the renegade that stayed upstairs and there's bullet holes still in the wall? Uh, well, that'd be Jesse James. Okay. So that's cool. Like if you get to go upstairs, which you can, it's just open, but it's kind of they've got it roped off where you can see in the room. But apparently Jesse James had stayed there and got into a gunfight one night. Or no, he not a gunfight, he had a bad dream. No, no. So so what actually happened is in in 1797. The king of France, there was a upheaval, and he had uh, fled to the United States to keep from from being killed by his people, and he, and he stayed there. Yeah. That's like he and his court stayed at this hotel, yeah. the king of France. <laughs> and while they were there, somebody, some people say it was the king, some people say it was somebody in his court, painted this like really elaborate mural right. on the wall of his room. Yeah. So years later, uh, Jesse James comes and he stays in the same room. He's drunker than Cooter Brown, and he has like this flashback nightmare yeah. and thinks that the stuff that's on the wall is moving, so he starts so shooting, shooting yeah, at it with right. his gun, and the bullet holes are still there. Yeah, and that's cool. I mean, there's literally holes in the wall uh, from this dude shooting at ghosts, yeah, which was pretty yeah. cool. Uh, the founder of the NAACP was born in the kitchen. All right. See, tons of history. I mean, Abraham, Abraham Lincoln yeah, stayed there. Abraham Lincoln stayed there. When he was Abraham. five years old, his his parents were involved in a, a legal battle, and he stayed there while they were there dealing with their wow. stuff. Yeah. Uh, William Heaven Hill of Heaven Hill fame owned it, as well as Jim Beam's brother, and Thomas Moore, who owned uh, 1792 Distillery. Yeah. So... Famous people have owned wow. it. Famous people stayed there. Check it out. They've got a great whiskey selection. Yeah. All right. So let's talk about shopping. So uh, right where the 
uh, tavern is, mm-hmm. it's like on the city square. Right. It's like a big roundabout, right? Like mm-hmm. there's a courthouse. And there's literally there. a roundabout. Yeah. It's right around the courthouse. Uh, there's so many cool shops there. Of course, a lot of them have whiskey paraphernalia, uh, merch and shirts and stuff. Uh, one of our places we would definitely recommend would be Fire and Fluff, of course. Fire and Fluff, there. art studio and boutique. Yep. So um, shout out to the uh, Fire and Fluff people because yep. they are viewers of the podcast and they reached out to us about carrying some of our merch. So if you are a fan of Bourbon Real Talk and you happen to be in Bartstown, you can go over to Fire and Fluff and our merch is for sale in their store. Right there. And they've got a lot of other cool things there too. Tons I mean, of cool things. They've got Glens from different uh, distilleries. They've got shirts and stuff and hats and, and cool Cool stuff that you all can bring the home for all your friends. Yep. All of the whiskey tchotchkes. Yeah, dude. Yeah, it's so, a really cool place, and they're great people. And quite honestly, they were part of the impetus for us doing this episode. Yeah. Because we were going to Kentucky, and he was like, come by the shop. And I was like, well, what if we did like a visitor's guide? Right, yeah. yeah. So, no, those people are really cool. So if you're there, let them know we said, hey, uh, you, you definitely won't leave empty-handed. You'll definitely find something there that you'll like. And, yeah, uh, if, you're, if you're headed to Bardstown and you're in Summon Sea Whiskey or Bourbon World Talk Community and you want to set up a visit, just uh, message J.D. Stan yep. before you go to Fire and Fluff. So that's pretty much it. That's, that's it. That's all I mean, the there's, places. of course, so many more places Tons of other recommend. places, but this is the top. This, this is, is the, the top very of the top. top. This I, is cannot miss. Yeah. Right. We, we'll do another more expansive uh, list of distillery tours that we find that we would definitely recommend. But or a series. Maybe we'll do one for every city we go to. Yeah, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. Well, let's do a series. Well, for now, let's let's tell them about the show philosophy. And show philosophy about. is about bringing people together around whiskey. Absolutely. And connections important to me and part of the reason why I wanted to start this channel. Uh, because I, I did lose a loved one to suicide. And I was looking for ways to help people feel connected so they didn't feel so alone the way that my brother did when he made that decision. And seeing whiskey, you know, bring people together of all different walks of life, different ideological views, made me realize if I can find a way to get people connected to whiskey, the whiskey will do the rest of the job and get them connected to others so they don't feel alone. And through that process, getting involved in the enthusiast community, I did see, you know, some negativity from the trolls you know, trying to run everybody's fun and being hateful to strangers online. And that inspired Bourbon Real Talk community where we don't allow trolls. And two, it made me realize that, hey, if they can hate you, nothing that stops me from loving you. Yeah. And they don't even like that when you try to love somebody. Right. They don't even <laughs> yeah, want it makes to it, be loved. It makes them even more mad. It makes them more mad. And that's why we end every episode the same way. And that's this. If you woke up this morning and you're unsure whether or not anyone loved you, just know that we, we love, love you. you. And we'll see you next time on Bourbon Real Talk. Cheers. All right. Did you trim your beard down? Yeah. I thought you were going to grow it out. I was. What happened? Lindsay stopped kissing me. Ooh. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. And I was just like, bruh. I can't live the rest of my life without your kisses. I need need, need it. I need it like the desert needs the rain. You know? Mm-hmm. You sounds know? like a song. Like the desert needs the rain. Yep, that's it. Yeah, just like that. Yeah. A whiskey troll is a person who seeks negative attention and uses contrarian attitudes to derail civil discussion in online forums. They communicate in ways they never would face to face because they're keyboard warriors. Their only goal is to make other people feel inferior. Hey guys, I'm new here. I just got my first blatant. And trust me, you probably paid way too much. I don't care much about the blends, but nice <laughs> There's no way that she didn't buy that at secondary.
idiot. Oh, I know how you got that bottle. So, are you sick and tired of the whiskey trolls running your fun online? Well, that's why we started Bourbon Real Talk Community. Congratulations. Let me know what you think when you open it up. Hey, welcome to the group. Let me send you over a sample of Blanton's Gold and straight from the barrel. See how you like those. I remember back to my first bottle of Blanton's. It was the birthday to my son, and we enjoy it every year on his birthday. Congrats. So if you're looking to connect with some people online who aren't head over to facebook.com and join Bourbon Real Talk community today.